This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ah, hump day one and all. Good Wednesday morning. Taz moves with you. CBS Sports Radio, the spot to be. Coming to you live, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless Mortgage experience, Mike and Sam, thank you across the way. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. Uh, as we take it right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, Bokish, as is the custom, has got your updates throughout the course of the morning. So uh, good show on tap, a lot to get into. We'll hit the campgrounds here on this Wednesday oh. a little later on the program, running around. Uh, the National Football League, Taz, and um, and we'll also be joined by John Kuhn a little later on the program. Green Bay Packers analyst, former fullback, and he played a long time in the National Football League, uh, a 12-year NFL veteran and a two-time Super Bowl champion. So uh, John Kuhn will join us uh, at the top of the third and final hour, so look forward mm. to that as well. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, bud? Oh, I'm doing great. I hope you're doing great also. It's uh, just a lovely Wednesday here as we broadcast live from CBS uh, Sports Radio Headquarters Station, Gimmick Stabitz Furnum, as they call it, the station, yes. the radio station. Yes, that's where we are. And I'm looking forward to doing another great show with you right here, my man. Uh, it, it's going to be a good one, Taz. we got a lot to get into, too, because, I mean, we've been spending a lot of time on – you know, uh, Andrew Luck and, and his retirement from the Indianapolis Colts. And, you know, selfishly, he's given us, you know, great conversation yeah. and, you know, a great talking point for really the last two days or really the last four days if you've been doing radio, TV, whatever it might be. Um, and then we get a, a press conference yesterday, or really I would say a media event uh, by Rob Gronkowski, right, who's working with, uh, you know, a, a CBD company. I think it's called CBD Medic. Um, you know, and, and, you know, did, uh, met with the media and chatted with the media. Uh, as we know, Gronk called it a career. We know Gronkowski, if you look at him, has lost a lot of weight from his yeah, playing is. days yeah. as well. Uh, looks, uh, like a, a, a significantly, uh, different body. Uh, not saying that he's lost muscle, just right, the fact right. that he's lost uh, some weight, a yeah. significant amount of weight, uh, and taken off of his frame, uh, since he called it a career. And, you know, interesting because Gronk is now 30 years of age, but when he called it a career, he was 29, right? Mm. Andrew Luck is 29 years of age, and, you know, he called it a career on Saturday night. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's intriguing, and we'll get to the Gronk comments here, is is something that, you know, you and I have talked about a little bit here with the influx of money, with the amount of money that players are able to make at, at really a young age, especially if you come into the National Football League just three years out of high school right? Um, and you're 21 years of age and come into the NFL, uh, get through that initial rookie contract and then get paid. If you're you know, an all-pro or Pro Bowl caliber player, one of the best of your position, you're going to get paid, whether it be by your current team or another team. Um, you know, How long is your life expectancy? Or do you look at you know all of the... Former players who were up there in age, Taz, that are struggling later on in life because of all of the physical hits, as you would say, bumps that they took during the course right, of their right. NFL career. Does that affect you to where you start to think a little bit more long term and the pain 
and the injuries and the surgeries kind of get to you in the here and now, but also you want to make sure that you have a good quality of your life later on in life. Absolutely. And that's, you know, you're right. We did chat about the other day, and that's so important. And and you do see a lot of people, a lot of athletes do that because they, they, they can see – as the old cliche line goes, right? Some see the trees, then you want, but you, some see the forest. You know, you want to see past the trees to see the forest, that type of thing, whatever that cliche is. You know, that's that's what you want to do with a career where it's a physical career because you don't know. You just don't know, um, uh, you know, that, especially with a football player, your career could end in one play. In two seconds, boom, you're done. Like we had the great Joe Theismann on yesterday, the great quarterback from the Washington Redskins. You know, he told us flat out, you know, his career, he, he couldn't make a decision. He didn't have the, the option of making a decision when to retire, and he had to leave early. Different situation. But look at look at our own here at CBS Sports Radio, Tiki Barber. I mean, Tiki Barber, you know, uh, he, he played, uh, what, he played like probably nine years, ten years, but, he, you know, he left the game at like 30 years old, 31 years old, and Tiki still looks great. Tiki looks like he can still play, right? But I'm saying he kind of, I felt like he left the game at a young age. Well, you know? right, and, and he did to, to work on the Today Show because right. he, he was thinking about life outside of football, right? right? So, right. and it, it didn't work out with the Today Show, right. and then he tried to get himself back into the NFL, and right. there was nobody that was biting on it, and... I think everyone, when you think about those giant days, probably a Tiki Barber pegged as, and he's had a very, very nice, I'm not telling you that he hasn't had a career, but I think a lot of people thought that maybe the career that Michael Strahan is having right. is the one that Tiki Barber would, would be having. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. they, were, when they yeah. were members of the Giants, I don't think anyone ever thought the Giants defensive end would become this mega star. No, I, I didn't that, think that. That, that, that he has yeah. become. No, I mean, yeah. where, you know, he's hosting game shows. Uh, yeah. For crying yeah. out loud. No, game I know, shows. I know, I know. Good Morning America. He's, he's all over the place. But you're right about that, in which in which Barber did step aside early on in his career, Taz. And, you know, it's, you know, he had a, an idea of what he wanted to kind of do, you know, post-career. And he thought he had an opportunity that was too good to be true um, or too good to turn down. And he took advantage of the opportunity at that time and even after he tried to get back into the league, he's turned himself into, you know, and has had a, a nice, you know, post-career. He's working with a company. He's working here on CBS Sports Radio. He's on you know, Broadway. He's on CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. He's on Broadway. Tiki I mean, boots. I mean, and he's running marathons left yeah. and right. I mean, Tiki Barber's I love had, Tiki. He's the man. Yeah, he's a, he's had a very, very good man. Yeah, um, he is a good And man. very nice guy as well. Super. No um, ego, man, No at ego all. whatsoever. I hate guys with uh, egos. For a guy that's accompli- that accomplished a lot in the National Football League. But I don't think t- the difference is. I don't think Tiki Barber stepped aside because of what we heard from Gronk. Oh yesterday. yeah, no, no. I'm just saying, like a yeah. guy that no, no, no. Because no, we work with him, but you know. right, he stepped aside because he he, he wanted to see what life opportunities was like, and stuff, uh, right, right, and what life was like after football, right, right? Um, and and wanted to try and pursue that, even though he still had plenty of games and life left in those legs uh, as an NFL running back. Mm. Gronkowski yesterday. Now, as you you know, you drive around whether or not it's legal in your particular state or not. I mean, it is in Connecticut, right? So you see these CBD places all over the place, right? Where you have creams and ointments and stuff like that. I've never seen. I guess in New York, then I've never seen. I see vape Jones ever vape stores everywhere. Right. So that's legal. But I'm talking about the CBD. Uh, so in Connecticut, it is. I don't oh know. my I'm, God, it's all over. It might those. be Connecticut and New York. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, it, it I is. No and in, in New York, I think it is legal as well. Mm. Um, uh, but you see it where it comes in. You know, pill form, ointment form. Obviously, 
uh, you know, oil form to where you can, you know, smoke it or vape it, whatever smoke it might be. Uh, Taz, so, yeah. and it's, there's no THC in it. So right. it's. That, that's it, what gets you stoned like, right. like mar- so marijuana. So they're using the, you know, the pharmaceutical aspect of it to be able to kind of alleviate pain or whatever it might be. Some people use it, uh, you know, to help them sleep and rest easy, calming their yeah. nerves, whatever it might be. So Gronkowski, post-NFL career and all, uh, is working with a, a CBD company. And, and here is Gronkowski yesterday uh, chatting with the media at this media event uh, and talking about his decision to retire. Take a listen. I want to be clear to my fans. I needed to recover. I was not in a good place. Football was bringing me down, and I didn't like it. And I was losing that joy in life, like the joy. I'm sorry right now, but, oh, (laughs) dang, let me, oh. I really was, and I was fighting through it. And I knew what I signed up for, and I knew what I was fighting through. And I knew I just have to fix myself. Mm. Yeah, I mean, here he is about a potential return to the NFL. I'm on the right path to where I am now. And I got a lot farther to go. And I feel great, and I am pain-free. But I truly believe I can get to another level with my body. And I'm just in the stage, first stage right now. And when that time comes down in the future, if I have the desire to play football again, if I feel passionate about football again, if I'm feeling like I need to be out there on the field, I will go back to football. But as of right now, that is not the case. It could be the case in six months. It could be the case in two years. It could be the case in three years. It could be the case in three months. But I truly don't see it in the foreseeable future in like a week or a month. And I'm going to keep yeah. <laughs> No. Here he is about the fact of, of how was, football, yeah, exactly oh right, uh, how football took a toll on his body. Four. I had countless injuries and nine surgeries, which took an absolute beating on my body and my soul. I was hurt both mentally and physically. Yeah, I mean, so, listen, Gronk yesterday, uh, very emotional, Taz. Um, You know, and he's advocating for players to be allowed to use CBD products for pain relief. Yeah. You know, the thing is, like you mentioned earlier, Moose, about about, uh, Gronkowski, you know, losing a bunch of weight. And physically, he he does look a lot different, for sure. And you know, like you said, he doesn't look bad. He looks good. He, you know, he cut no, weight. He looks like he looks like a, a regular person, just six foot seven. Right. You know, so but he, you can see he's, he's he's in good fitness. He's in good shape. He just looks leaner. And one of the reasons is for that is to help with pain management. You know, a lot of NFL players once they stop playing, they do cut a lot of weight. It's easier on your joints. It's easier on your your skeletal of your body. So uh, I know I, I fluctuate at times with my weight. I know when I cut weight, I lose weight, my body does feel a little better. But, like, these guys that are younger, they can cut the weight quicker. Because, as you know, as you get older, it's a little harder to cut weight. And I think the, the thing with Rob, though, besides that, I just want to bring that part up about, the, about him uh, cutting weight, to your point. Because that, mm. that was a good observation by you. But it, that's, I think, a main reason, one of the main reasons why he cut weight. But also, you can hear his emotion. He got very emotional in there uh, at the first first audio we heard, you know. And you feel for the guy because he he wasn't enjoying the game anymore. And how could you not think about Andrew Luck? Because it's, we just heard from a couple of days ago. That's kind of what Andrew Luck was saying, you know, like the passions pulled out of him because of the pain he's in and all the treatment and all the the rigmarole of trying to get healthy. You're in the training room. 
you're seeing all your your teammates while you're getting rehab. You're sitting in an ice tub. You're getting sonic. You're getting uh, you're getting uh, electric stim on your knee. Whatever you're rehabbing, and your teammates they're in there too, getting ready to battle and getting taped up. You're seeing the guy sitting next to you, okay, in the training room, who you beat out. Yeah. But now he's playing because you're not healthy, and he's getting his ankle taped just to go play. And and you know, and he's like, dude, how you doing? How you doing? I mean, it's, so that's tough on these guys. You know, they, they see that, you know, they're not in it, but they're in it. You know what I mean? It's, it wears in your mind. Well, it does, and and also, Taz, the pain. I mean, Grigowski yesterday, thing, yeah. you know, referenced the fact of a, a deep thigh bruise uh, that he suffered in the Super Bowl uh, where it prevented him from basically walking, uh, you know, after the Super Bowl, trying to enjoy it. He only slept 20 minutes. The night of the Super Bowl, he tells a story that, you know, they just won the Super Bowl. He's in his bed. Uh, in severe pain, crying yeah. um, because um, and he's like, "What am I doing? I just won the Super Bowl." Uh, led to some internal bleeding, he said as well. Uh, you know, talk. Uh, he didn't sleep. He said more than twenty minutes a night at any given time for the better part of three to four weeks after that Super Bowl. I mean, think about that. Uh, you know, and, and uh, you know that is what guys are dealing with. I mean, yeah. that is. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, that, yeah. that's a lot for anybody. We, you know, there are a lot of people that go or sleep deprived and sleep deprivation have issues sleeping. But you know, you're talking about a guy that you know right after the Super Bowl trying to enjoy the fruits of your labor, which unbelievable accomplishment. And he said at that time he thought he knew it was time for him to to step away. That he needed to get away from the game. You know, the the game had taken a physical toll on his body, torn ACL, back surgery, whatever it might be, he's gone through it as an NFL tight end, Taz, and emotionally and physically was both worn out to where he had to go. Yeah. uh, I think people have a hard time understanding it, Taz, because... Those that weren't able to play the game well, at that normal. kind of a That's level. That's not a normal thing. Right. Those that were able right, were, right. are, are kind of like, wait a second. You're still able to play. Yeah. Why not go out there and I know, play? I know, I know. You're still You're able right. to make the That's, money. Right, right. Still able to make seven, eight million dollars. How do you how do you walk away from that right. kind of I, money? I know how what you, you're saying. How do you walk away from that? People, <laughs> have, I think, have a hard time wrapping their mind around a guy stepping away. People still are stunned that Luck walked away from the contract. Even though he's getting $24 million to walk away. He's still got significant money that's supposed to come to him over the next three years, and people are saying, how do you walk away from that money? Right, I know. And I, and I think you're right. It's tough for people, for the average Joe or Jane, even those that cover the game or, or, or that are real hardcore sports fans or football fans, for them to fathom. They can't fathom this. You can hear how you, you've heard and you hear how guys are in pain and how they're living with pain and how they lose the passion. Or how a guy gets a bad injury and he can't, you know, it's like he's not playing the same. But he's battling, but he can't. You can hear it and talk about it all you want until you feel the pain. Until you live it. And your loved ones, your significant other that lives with you, she or he goes through it with you. Okay, they know. Dude, I was calling my wife, it got to a point, weekly from a hospital. That's crazy. Stitches. Uh, I would call it for my match. That's crazy. Where I, um, oh. I'm in Detroit. Well, I'm getting six stitches over my eyebrow. Oh, all right. What, you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. No problem. All right. You know, why'd you call me late? Where are you? Uh, you know, I'm in Fresno. Uh, you know, I just tore my calf, and I'm I'm getting some treatment, and I'm 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 just delayed. I couldn't get hold of you. I'm just in a lot of pain. You know, all right. No problem. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be. This would happen. I'm getting stitched up here. I hurt this. Now, it just you know. So that's what that's what people understand. And I talked about sleep. Like, I, dude, I haven't slept more than probably four, four and a half hours a night in a while, like maybe over a year. Wow. <laughs> like, I, so, I, you know, I mean, I, 
I'm nowhere near my prime. These guys are young guys, and they're dealing with this. Right. You know, they're young guys, and that, so I really feel bad for them. I mean, mine is just from years of it, you know, and it's just caught up, you know. So these people are very young, man, and, and it's just it's the game. We talk about it all the time was the NFL. Um, it's gotten so fast and violent. And, you know, we love it as fans. It's awesome. You know what I mean? But but I do think that's – look, we've seen NFL players get injured and leave the game for years. But I do think it's amplified. That's why concussions are amplified. That's why helmet technology is always evolving because these athletes are getting bigger and faster and stronger. That cliche that's thrown around, bigger, faster, stronger, but it's the truth because technology and training is changing. The equipment for training is changing. The education to training is changing. And nutrition is changing. These guys and girls are just different breeds of animals yeah, than they, they were years ago. Right, they are. And, 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 Taz, that's why I think probably, you know, where we began, you know, kind of, you know, putting a, a bow on, on the conversation is, is you know, I, I don't think, uh, you know, Gronk and, and Luck are going to be outliers. Um, right. You know, I, right. I think it's probably going to be more of a sign of, of things to come um, where you're going to see guys probably step away from the National Football League uh, probably maybe three, four, five years before, you know, they're pushed out the door as an NFL player right. because they're thinking long-term. There's more information out there. You're looking at the after-effects of NFL football. There's more avenue streams for you to be able to make money outside the National Football League, Taz. You mm. are as a you know businessman or businesswoman, as a, as a professional athlete. But this in this instance, you're looking at NFL players – you have an, an opportunity to diversify yourself, um, you know, pretty early on in your career, and and be able to to chase your interests that you have outside of of playing the game. Taz, I, I wouldn't be surprised because I, I think people, I, I think NFL players more now more now than ever before are thinking about when they're 55, 60 years old, yeah. are thinking about when they're 40 years old, 45 years old, are looking at guys that are, you know, hobbling around and having an issue and dealing with tremendous medical problems uh, later on in life because of all the wear and tear and the grind and the beating that they put on their bodies over the course of an NFL career. And they're saying, do I really want that? I mean, is it is that living in that kind of pain and discomfort and being limited in what I want to do? Do I really want that, Taz? So... You know, I actually think what Luck did and what Gronkowski did, I think you might see more of it. I'm not saying it's going to be every single year, right. no, I, but no, I think I, there are going to be star players that are going to say, you know what, I'm good. I agree I've accomplished. I've done what I've done. You know, I The game's provided me uh, great wealth. Right. My family's taken care of. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about my, my grandkids or whatever will be taken care of. I've saved my money. Uh, I'm good. I'm stepping away. And, and and you're right. And I agree with everything you just said. But the thing that, you know, the thing that's sad is the players that aren't making, getting $25, $30 million, that aren't as big name as a guy like Luck, yep. that are going through the same wear and tear, that are starters, that are playing the, the average uh, offensive guard in the NFL. Or a defensive tackle in the NFL that nobody's talking about. He's, you know, the, the, not the star player on the team. Nowhere near the star player on the defense or what have you. And this guy, or, you know, this guy is like, you know, he has to leave the game early. Nobody talks about it. But yet he's going through the same pain. But he don't have that same comfort of no. that kind of money, right? I'm just saying that it's it sucks. It's tough. It's a tough game, and um, and it and it's smart for players to think of that now. I know. I only just. I'm, I'm not to keep bringing up myself, just but that's. Part of my experience in my life and my career, why I'm sitting here, why I got this opportunity to share this, right? So, because there's a parallel what a football player goes through and what 
anybody in the collision business goes through, and I was in the collision business. So, you know, it's when I was 29 and 30 years old, Moose, my contempt, my guys in the rock locker room, we, we weren't thinking of this stuff. We weren't thinking of how we're going to feel at 50, right. how we're going to feel at, at 45. We were not. We didn't care. We were all out trying to get over and become, you know, famous and make money and, and, do well in the business. For sure. You don't care. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that's the right way to be, but I think these guys are smarter and they, they're starting to care, like you just said. Yeah, and I, I agree with you, Taz. Uh, I, I agree. I, I don't think, um, you know, you look at it when you're, you know, 28, 29 years of age, you know, you're not thinking about making sure you have a 401k open. <laughs> no. You know, you're not thinking about what life's going to be funny. like when you're 55, 60 no, years old. No, man, you don't care. You know, sometimes you you're care. getting that check and you're spending that check. Yeah. Um, and you're too. thinking more short. <laughs> yeah, but you're thinking more short term yeah. than you are thinking long term, Taz. And I, I think now... We as a, you know, and what we do, I think what NFL fans have to have the understanding is, is that there are going to be more of these guys that decide to say, you know what, mm. I'm good. And yeah. and you don't be surprised, don't be stunned. I, I think, you know, we kind of knew maybe Gronkowski was on the way out before last year, Taz, yeah, and everyone up. was talking yeah. about it before yep. the Super Bowl. No one expected it with Andrew Luck, but... I don't think Andrew Luck's going to be the last guy. I think uh, you're right. I, I think I think we're going to probably see this more often than not. Maybe not every year, but there are going to be stars. And that's an issue for the National Football League, Taz, because we all love the game and we all love football, but the players are the league, and mm. you need stars on the field to sell the game. Absolutely. And, you know... I, I, but there's nothing they can do about it. No, there's nothing they can do about it. You know, and, and I'll tell you this. I don't... I mean, I, I just if, if, if a player leaves the game early... Not do the injury, they just decide they don't want to play no more. There's nothing wrong with that either. No, no, no. So people need to, you know, be just chill. It's everyone's Well, there was life, a linebacker man. a couple years ago for the 49ers uh, who was a rookie, led them in tackles his rookie year, right? Saw all the stuff on CTE, whose name is slipping my mind. He was a middle linebacker. And after his initial rookie year, basically put up and said, I'm good. I'm done. Wow. See? There's nothing wrong with that. No, you know and I, mean? I think he something went to Wisconsin, I believe he did. I think he was a Wisconsin really? linebacker, yeah. Who is he, Big um, Ten Jones? I don't know. I, don't know uh, I forget what his name was. But he decided oh. to step away, Taz, and do something else with his life. And you know what? He could play the game. Yeah. And he said, I, you know, yeah. I don't want to do this. I know Chris big, Borland. Oh, that's it. Oh, I remember him. I yeah. remember him. Yeah. yeah. Chris Borland. I do remember him. Wow. Yes. I didn't realize that. Yeah. that okay. After his first year, he decided wow. to step away. All right. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. It's Taz. It's Moose. It's a Wednesday morning. Good Wednesday, one and all. I want to get your thoughts on what you heard from Gronk yesterday, the continued fallout in Indianapolis surrounding Andrew Luck. One of your reaction on the busy phones at 855-212-4227. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Bogus is in the house. we got a fantasy football update a little bit later on as well. Oh, yeah, we do. That's right. That's... that's, uh... 
That's big. And Bogus, you're in, right? You're, you're, we talked about we, to you yesterday or not? Yeah, I mean, I haven't been. A, I, mean, I didn't get the official invite, but I'm in. Sure. You know, you're in, pal. No, I mean, there were a lot of bells and whistles laid out for other people, but here I, you know, I'm here. Bells and whistles? What do you mean? We didn't do anything. We just. I mean, some people are bells on uh, social media no, that I, work here. They're calling two people to see if they wanted to go in. <laughs> and then the promises that were made to them to get them in the league. Oh, I yeah. didn't. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. I didn't hear about Jesus. this. Oh, yeah, the promise was you have to. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you basically cut, have no choice. Are you cutting no deals, choice. Mike? No, he's making that up. I said basically, I said, here's wow, the invitation. You have to say up? yes. Yeah. <laughs> you have to say yes. And they said, okay, we'll do it. Wow. So, but you must be happy, Andrew, because you got your, in. your buddy Hell is in. And my buddy Zook, my actual buddy Zook. Zooky, yeah. we call him. Zooky. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. like being called Zook. I call him Dar Dar. Dar Dar, yeah. yeah. But Hell is in. Frankie Heller, so that's good. Yeah, Heller's in. Everybody loves that. Zook. Bob Feller. Yeah, Zook, right? Yep. yep. They're all in. They're all in. Well, now we got to find two, and uh, the, for you, our listening audience, uh, there are two spots still open, 12-team league. we got 10 that are confirmed. Uh, and all you have to do is tweet us, at Taz and the Moose, why you should be in the uh, Tass and the Moose uh, 2009 Fantasy Football League. You know, I got a feeling. right off the tongue. Yes, it Well, well done, Moose. I got a feeling Mikey B, part of the deal-cutting thing with, with, uh, with Zook and, uh, and Heller, probably he'll give them a guest spot on, on his podcast on Basketball Drives. That, is that no true? Co- no comment. No comment. <laughs> it was more merchandise than uh, no guest comment. spot. No don't, comment. Uh, don't use my promo yeah. code. No comment. <laughs> You nice. getting merch? You getting merch, Mike? You getting some... uh, no, I am not getting merch. At some point, I will. I like that idea. BB, but look, he's like, ah, oh, just he's got an idea. He's like, ah, oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, okay. All right. Oh my god, watch that. Okay, my glasses just attacked me. You all right? Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm good now. <laughs> that was weird. It just happened. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yes, yeah, so make sure we'll choose on Friday. We'll go through the many tweets over the course of the next few days. Uh, at Taz and the Moose, tweet us why you should be in our fantasy football league. We'll Bogus. go over it more later, though. Correct. This topic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. correct. Just yes. so you know. Bogus, how are you? I'm well, Moose. <laughs> Al, good morning. Taz, hello to you as well. Here's your report. It is sponsored by the National Association of Realtors. Realtors do more than buy and sell homes. They stand up for your right to own one, too. That's what realtors do. It's number 100 for number 99. Judge hits one to deep center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It hit the backdrop. The batter's protection backdrop over the dead center field wall. A judgy and blast. John Sterling on Yankees Radio. It's every day. Let it all play out. All rise. Here comes the judge. No, I love judge. I have no problem with judge. I have a problem with Sterling. No, I understand that. It was a great call. that's, That's an epic call. You don't think, listen. Enough. You no, don't think I don't. It's over I don't the top. It doesn't stop. stop. I, you no. don't think that's over the top? I don't stop. I Come don't. On. It's really? part of his thing. I, no, I, but, I enjoy it. Does, but he does. Does he do? So let's say Judge hits three home runs in a game. He's going to do a different bit each time. No, no, he is the same. No, same bit same, each time for yeah, each player. Uh, Every player has their own bit. Correct. It's clay by die. Yeah, like yeah. that. Well, that, that's the point. You know it. Well, well, yeah, it because we, we played on this freaking show every second. Well, no, That's why I know no, it. Because yeah, they keep hitting home it, runs. If I wasn't on the show, yes. I wouldn't know it. Less than last year. You'd know it. <laughs> it's an A-bomb from A-Rod. Like, like all that. still right? have five weeks to go. They hit 267. They've got like 244 on the year. But well, they're still down. But their oh, runs are up. They're um, actually a better offense, which will help them Mike, in the postseason. Mike. Easy. This is not basketball, Mike. Mike. Oh, I got my sports mixed. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Ken Rosenthal. Mike. All rise. Here. 
comes the judge. Oh, there you go. Mike knows oh, baseball. Mike knows that's baseball. That's great. That is great. Please don't pound on Met fans around me. I don't like that move. That's well, not how right. am I? We, we I, all I'd rally, even, rally I'd even bring Met up fans. the Mets. You guys are so, no, I mean, but, your hypersensitivity is just off the charts. I didn't even mention the Mets. It's there. It's a passive aggressiveness of a young fan. I didn't we know say it's that. buried underneath. Right. It's he there. mentioned. Yeah. Wait, he said Who's they have not Mike? hit as much. Mike mentioned the fact that they have not hit as many home runs this year as last year. Meanwhile, they've got basically like thirty games to go. And on pace, they're on pace to hit more home runs. I think they're on no less. No, they. But the two. offense is better. I'll stop it. Stick to basketball. I'll stick to basketball. And deliveries. Uh, career homer number 100 for Judge in a 7 nothing win in Seattle. He is the third fastest to the century mark, needing 371 games. Only ones faster were former Phillies first baseman Ryan Howard and teammate Gary Sanchez. After 19 runs and 22 hits on Monday, the A's 2-1 winners last night in Kansas City. The Rays were blown out in Houston 15-1, so Oakland leads Tampa Bay by a game for the second AL wildcard. Minnesota 3-1 win at the White Sox, maintaining a three-and-a-half game edge on Cleveland atop the AL Central. Those Indians smoke the Tigers 10-1, their 12th consecutive win head-to-head. The Cardinals still red-hot thanks to Yadier Molina. Two homers in his team's sixth win in a row, 6-3 over the Brewers. Molina has seven career multi-homer games, four of them have come in Milwaukee. See, everybody knows that this this stadium is a here part. You see the ball good here. I mean, with the background, I mean, everything. You see the ball pretty well here. I mean, I feel pretty, pretty comfortable here. The Cubs beat the Mets 5-2 to stay three games behind the Cards in the Central. The oh. Brewers are 6.5 back in the division, 3.5 behind Chicago for the second wild card. Walker Bueller, Kate 11 over 6. His nothing Dodgers... Nothing, nothing, nothing. I mean, Stroman. I mean... It, the amount of hits he gives up, it's driving me nuts. And then he don't just give up hits, like a lot of hits, solid hits. Like guys just drill balls off this guy. Like, you know, send him back to Toronto. I don't care if he's from Long Island enough, but I'm sick of him already. Well, he's Done not with good. The ball's not down the strike zone, not getting this. Dude, they ball. hit the ball so hard. Yeah, he's not him. been good. I agree with you. His, his ERA was a mess near five. His ERA with the Blue Jays was a tad under three. Very I, disappointed. I don't yeah. I'm very disappointed. Him. You know, and you saw Addison, Addison Russell go deep and Baez go deep. Baez is the man, by the way. If yeah, I had to Baez, pick one player, he's my guy. Baez, great player. He's great. If yeah, I had to he, pick, if you had to pick one, on the spot, you and Andrew right now, your guy, who you want on your team, first pick. Oh, uh, Mike Trout. You're going Trout. Where are you going? Uh, I'll go Arenado. All right, I'm I'm going bias. I like him. I love him. I don't like him. He's the man. I think he's underratedly great. He's awesome. Oh, he's a very good player. Javi Baez jokes. Yes. No the Dolphins are reportedly interested in trading for Texans oh, wow. pass rusher Devion Clowney. He and Miami reps have already met. Clowney has yet to sign his franchise tag tender in Houston. He apparently fired longtime agent Bus Cook recently. Tiger Woods announced yesterday he had his left knee scoped last week. Tiger still plans on playing in Japan in October. And Rafi on the dollar winner last night at the U.S. Open, but Sloane Stevens taken down by qualifier Anna Kalinskaya. Guys? All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Appreciate uh. that. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about the clowny situation uh, with the Houston Texans and, uh, you know, a team that is reportedly looking to try and make a move on the Texans' uh, defensive end and where he might want to play in terms of Clowney if he had his choice outside of Houston. Obviously, he's looking for a long-term deal, doesn't want to sign that franchise tender. We'll get into all the layers of the Jadavian Clowney saga down in Houston. We'll do that next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio.
Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, time right now to ask the pros. Were you the listener? Get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros. Submit your question. Be listening later on the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Can guarantee low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. So Jadavian Clowney who the Houston Texans star uh, who has not signed his franchise tender and is now parted ways with his agent, Bus Cook. Um, you know, he, he's out there. Um, and uh, not to be, you'd have to give to get if you were to make a trade with the Houston Texans, obviously, Taz. But uh, reportedly, the Miami Dolphins believe that they are the leading candidate to acquire Jadavian Clowney. Uh, from the Houston Texans. Reportedly, the Texans mm. would be intrigued with Laramie Tunsil, uh, the left tackle, former Ole Miss star uh, from Miami. The Dolphins are not interested in trading Tunsil in a deal for Clowney. And, and push comes to shove, they probably reportedly don't feel that they need to give Tunsil up in, in a deal for Jadavian Clowney. But uh, Clowney is a guy that uh, has met with the uh, Miami Dolphins, met with Flores, um, and they're trying to convince him to accept a deal to Miami. Yeah, look, when this guy, you know, Clowney's healthy, he's he's a beast. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He's a young guy. He's 26 years old. I know early, I think early on when he first came into the league, the, with the Texans, he had the knee, right? He, he blew his knee out. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and, and he's a big dude, so that's tough. You know, he bounced back from it and all, but, like, he's just, he's been banged up a little bit here and there. You know, but he's young. He's, he's 26. He's, you know, he's on the edge, man. When he gets moving, man, he's tough to stop. He's he's a stud on the outside, so, on that D-line. So, I mean, if the Dolphins can land him in any way, shape, or form, I think that's a big move for the Dolphins. And Flores, he's a defensive guy. Um, you know, he he's all about the D, so I'm sure he would love to have a guy like this, like, uh, like, uh, like Clowney. So uh, he definitely, uh, like I said, when this guy is, when he's healthy, he's unstoppable for the most part. I, you know, you've seen him make tons of plays. I've seen him make tons of plays. He's legit. So for Houston to part ways with him, maybe I mean that's interesting. But um, but you know, I, well, I, but they have to convince him as well that Miami would be a destination spot for him, right? Uh, because reportedly, Taz Clowney would be more intrigued by with two other teams, uh, the Seattle Seahawks and, and the, the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles yeah. Uh, would be the two teams that that Clowney would be more intrigued uh, and uh, happier getting sent to, and not the Miami Dolphins. I mean, you look at the Philadelphia Eagles; they seem to be the apple of every veteran player's <clears throat> eyes. Uh, not saying that uh, Clowney's you know yeah. thirty five years of age, but he's still you know he's played enough football to be considered a veteran. Um, and uh, they do a lot of things right down in Philadelphia. And then you look up at Seattle, yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, pro-defense organization that, you know, even though they have a star quarterback in Russell Wilson, what defines that franchise is their ability to get after the quarterback and that defense. Um, And, you know, they lost some edge rushers uh, in the offseason as well, Uh, Frank Clark being one who's now going to be a star for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, who decide to pay him, um, and they're looking for another guy. So Clowney's got to be convinced that Miami would be the spot for him. But right now he prefers the Eagles 
and the Seahawks, but that is also a very, very fluid situation. And the Eagles with Clowney would be very interesting. And I could see that fitting, you know, Jim Schwartz, the defensive coordinator there, and the style, uh, the defense he lays out, it kind of fits the type of edge rusher that Clowney is and could and could be with Philadelphia. And they still got, you know, they still got Brendan Graham on the outside there, you know, Fletcher Cox, a hell of an interior defensive lineman. You know, so they still, you know, remember their defense was always hyped up being awesome because it was. But um, I, I could see Clowney fitting in there. I mean, I, if you know, if he wants to win and play on a team that really is going to dominate and has a chance to dominate right now, yeah, I would say if I'm him, I'd go to Philadelphia for quality of life and for a place to live. I'd probably pick Miami over Philly and Seattle. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> I would agree with that. I yeah. mean, who doesn't, you know, down yeah. in South Beach. But, um, you know, he is he's probably thinking more about the football than yeah, anything no, else, I right? He's... I mean, that's what that's the way he's looking at it. He's no, looking no. at putting himself in a position to try and win and and put himself in a position to to win right away and in organizations that uh uh that know how to put uh you know winning teams on the field but I agree with you I mean I'd rather I'd rather live in South Beach than Philly or Seattle all due respect to Philly and Seattle <laughs> no, yeah I've, I've been all three of those places <laughs> uh, Miami's the nicest spot yeah, so uh, well, of course yeah <laughs> no shocker right there <laughs> especially for a you know mid 20s multi million dollar athlete yeah, man, you're not kidding, dude. I, That's I'm not a bad you, spot to yeah. be in. Let me play Miami or San Diego. Charges gone, but I'm just saying that those two towns are beautiful. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. He's a he's a player, man. The guy the guy can go. He's a baller, and and Clowney can wreak havoc again as long as he can stay, you know, healthy. Um, that's the key. That's the key because you know he's he's like you said he's considered a veteran even though he's only 26. So offensive line coaches, offensive linemen. They've—I don't want to say they figured out how to block him, but they know better schematically how to how to scheme up on him and, and whatever kind of blocking techniques they're going to use to to prevent or at least slow him down off that edge. Right, he's a good player. Do you look at Clowney as being great? I don't look at him as being great. I do think. I do you think, think he's been a disappointment? He went to South Carolina, right? Yeah. I think when he was coming out of South Carolina, I think everybody thought he was going to be great because the combination of his size and his speed. I, well, I'm sorry. What did you just say again? No, no. I said, do you think he's been a disappointment? Um, I think he's been a disappointment just because he's been banged up a lot. And that's not, you know, that happens. I'm not blaming the guy for that. Do I think that the Houston Texans fans are, you know, um, uh, are super happy uh, with him and his performance since he's been a Texan? Uh, I would say maybe a little. I do think people thought he was going to be great, not good for the Texans or just in the NFL. So no, I don't. I don't think he's a great player. No, I don't. I, well, right, I don't. five years into the league, right? First year was was injury ravaged. Now he's played you know sixteen games in the last two seasons. And he's given you nine and a half sacks two years ago, nine sacks a year ago. Right? He's never reached double digit sacks in any given year. You're talking about a six five edge rusher that was the number one overall pick in the 2014 NFL draft coming out of South Carolina. We remember that bowl game, Taz. Um, where he had, you know, uh, before his last year at South Carolina, where he had that unbelievable hit, um, I remember that. you know, yeah. against the, the Michigan Wolverines. In, the backfield. in which, yeah. right, correct. He created the fumble, displaced the helmet. The running back looked like he was actually deceased on the field. I mean, it was it was one of the great hits <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, that you'll see in, in recent college football memory, but uh, in recent college football history. But... Uh, he has not been that kind of a game record. He's been a good player. Yeah, well, uh, you know he's been good. You know he's not been dominant. No, I mean there's been stretches of dominance, but he has not been consistently dominant. And I thought Jadavian Clowney would be kind of a game changer 
in the National Football League, and he's fallen short of that. He has, and you know, and and this this is another way. I don't want to say this is uh, kind of doesn't sell the guy hard, Clowney, but to the point you're making and the point I was making. He's got another guy on that defense that the offensive line scheme blocking is leaning towards, and that's J.J. Watt. That's what they want to block first, then Clowney. So my point is he he's not getting most of the attention as far as offensive linemen or tight ends coming at him. They're trying to figure out how to do different misdirection blocking or doubling up or, or you know full blocks or whatever, cross blocks on that's true. J.J. Watt. That's a lot of people don't think about. So, you know, if I was Clowney going there, I think Watt's older than him, right? I think Watt's been in the league longer than him, right? Correct. Yeah. So going there, I'd be like, okay, this is great. I'm going to play with a great interior guy or an outside edge, edge rusher like a J.J. Watt because J.J. Watt plays defensive end, but I think he could play a little defensive tackle too. If I'm clowning, I'm like, yo, this is pretty cool because not only is this guy an awesome player, but I'm not going to get as much attention from these big nasty guards and tackles as much as he is. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, right. That that helps out your job, makes yeah. your job a little bit easier. Uh, no, and, and and I agree with that. I, I guess I just look at it as well, Taz, is even though he's had help along with that Houston Texans defense in terms of attention from other guys and other stars on that team, and not, you know, that's not, you know, it, it's just not what. I mean, they've got really good, you know, speed linebackers. Yeah, they no, can they get do, after do. it. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's tremendous depth out in Houston uh, for, for the most part. Um He's not been as good as advertised. See, I'd be a little concerned when I look at Clowney. You know, I, I think if he was what he was, I, I think he'd be signed to a – was what everyone thought he was going to be. I think he'd be signed to a long-term deal. But do I need to pay a guy? Can I find a guy at a cheaper price than what Jadavian Clowney's going to give me in terms of production at nine, nine and a half sacks? And to play to your point even more, Taz, if I'm one of these teams, say the Miami Dolphins, Eagles, or Seattle Seahawks, and Miami's the only one that's really kicking the tires on Clowney right now – you look at his production and say, well, why don't you have more production? Yeah. yeah. Like, why aren't you more dominant? Yeah. You, know, you know, your job's easier because you're. it's not a one-trick pony. No, right? you're right. There are guys that draw attention on that defense besides you. Um, and still, you know, you are not as good as maybe we all expected you to be. Why is that the case? That well, would be concerning to me. Well, listen, you know, if you look, like, for example, uh, Aaron Donald, okay, as far as sacks go, last year, Aaron Donald, top of the heap. J.J. Watt, second. Chris Jones, third. Uh, Von Miller, fourth. I'll just spitballing here. Sixth, Miles Garrett. 24th, Clowney. I mean, I'm not a stats guy. Yeah, no. Let's play with on the radio. Right, and he hey. just had nine. Right, he had double-digit sacks. Well, I mean, I would have guaranteed. He's 24th, if, though. He's 24th on correct, the list. You know correct, correct. 24th on the list has. He's never had a year where she has had double-digit sacks. Actually, wait a minute. No, you're right. I, he's 17. No, he's what? Oh, 24. Okay. Sorry. It's 24, this right? Yeah, I had my glasses more. All right. Well, no, why? Well, there's a there's a four way tie for the 24th. That's what threw oh, me okay. off. I'm like, wow, there's four guys on the 24th. Um, <laughs> no, I. I That's why I don't read stats. If you told me Taz coming out of college that he'd have double digit sacks, I'd probably tell you he would. I know. Uh, I would agree. Stage. I agree. And, and he is yet. And I understand there's more to it. And there might be a Clowney fan that's listening to the sound of my voice say, wait a second, guys. I mean, Clowney's also making the job for J.J. Watt a lot easier, too. Mm. So you want to pump up J.J. Watt and his stats. Well, having Clowney a part of that defensive line helps out J.J. Watt, does it not? Yeah, a little. I mean, if I was an offensive line coach, I would – a lot of the, – the bulk of my focus, if we were playing the Texans, would be on J.J. Watt. I would agree with that. 
the bulk of my my scheme blocking wise would be on him. That's all. So I would counter that to that Texan fan that no, loves clowning. No, that's fair. Know? That's fair. But you know that is that is the argument to be made. Do you think he gets moved? I do not. You don't think so? I do not. Why? Why don't you think he gets moved? Um, I think he does. Like, what? What makes you think he's? I don't know if he wants to go to Miami. I don't know if Miami will give Houston what they want in terms of an asset for Clowney. Um, I don't know. I just have a – I could be wrong, Taz. Uh, you know, I don't have a great Speaking feel of the situation. I think he's still a Texan. The, this You think he goes? This started, I think he does. You this, think he goes to Miami? That's a tough one. Do you think they convince him, or do you think it's another team he goes to? I think he's going to go to either one of the teams that he wants, either the Hawks or, or the Eagles. That's where he wants to go to. He's Seattle, Philadelphia. Correct, correct. Not, not Miami. But you don't, I, think, you don't think he don't takes think another snap for the Texans? I don't think so. Interesting. I don't think so. You know, it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I think I, I if I, if I'll take the bet. I mean, I would probably say I think he does take another snap for the Texans. All right. Even though we'll that scuttlebutt's out, they don't think Even he's ticked off yeah, right now. Yeah, you know no, I mean? I, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's bothered. He just yeah. fired his agent. Yeah, there you the go. Great bus cook. Thanks for coming, boss. Uh, we'll go camping next. Taz Boo, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.